stings most about it? What stings most about it? I mean, yeah. it's an in-division game, and, you know, this was, you know, we were at the top of the NFC, and, you know, now it's, you know, going to be a lot harder to secure the one seed, you know. We don't, you know, officially don't control our own destiny now with San Fran and us having the same record and them having the head-to-head. I think that's how that works. Don't quote me on it. But, um, so, um, you know, this is a big game. And, you know, whenever you lose big ones, they, they stay more. That sounds like a you problem, Mr. Kelsey. Life's too short to be sad. If you're a Cowboys fan, bah! <laughs> five, five. We warned you this would happen, NFL. We warned you. It show us your TDs, week 15. Cry, Eagles, cry. Let's go! Hoy hoy! Welcome back to another mind-blowing episode of Show Us Your TDs. Your favorite holiday milk beverage is happier than Tom Brady when he guzzles down an avocado smoothie. Huh? Why? Like Christmas, this gift can't be revealed just yet. Boo! You stink! And of course, I'm joined by my partner in crime, a man who rocks around a Christmas tree in a light-up Christmas Speedo. What? What the fuck? It's Gooby. What up, fam? Yup. Here we go. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, man, I'm here. I'm, You know, I'm just chilling. I'm doing well. Melk, how are you doing? I'm a great man. It's that time, brother. It's the playoffs and fantasy football. It's nearing the end of the NFL regular season, and a lot is on the line. But before we get into that, I want to ask you a personal question. Okay. Have you ever worn a Speedo? And if not, would you wear a Speedo? I think I did when I was a kid for like, swimming lessons and shit. But other I, think, than that, I think they're called trunks, though. I don't think those are technically no, no, I No, I was wearing a Speedo. Are you serious? Like, really? <laughs> no, yeah, like when I was like, I'd say between the ages of six and ten, and around there somewhere. Why were you wearing a speedo? Guess that's what I had. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I, see, we wore trunks and then the shorts. Eventually, I've never worn a speedo. I definitely would on vacation, like if I went somewhere remotely hot, like, like Brazil or. No, just somewhere where it's in the t- tradition. Yeah, I'd probably rock one out. But not here. No, definitely not no, in North sh- America. Shorts, shorts all day. Yeah, shorts, trunks, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy. I wore shorts today. It was nice. Wasn't it ten degrees? Yeah, it was fucking beautiful outside. Jeez, when is winter coming? Probably never. <laughs> Never, hopefully. <laughs> what time is it? Damn time! It's fantasy talk, fantasy football. This was my last game before my buy. I found out though that I got my hundred dollars back because I got first place. So, oh, there is congratulations, okay. me! Yay! Yay. 
Uh, other than that, I lost. Oh, snap. I said this to the guys. I said, I'm going to admit the defeat because I, we did say that we were gonna, I was going to smoke this guy. And I didn't smoke this guy. But there's a good reason why I didn't beat this guy. But let's go over it. I lost 122 to 106. Okay, Jamar Chase got me four points. Michael Pittman got me 15. DJ Moore got me 23. Etienne got me 15. Swift got me three. Ferguson got me nine. Matheson got me six. McManus got me three. And Dallas defense got me 12. There's a reason why I lost this, but I'm okay with it. It's because Jalen Hurts got 12 points. Loser. And we all know who he was facing. He was facing the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get into it a little bit later, but that is the reason why I lost. And I'm okay with it. I'm still first. I still get the first round by. And it's good. Hey, Jalen, who's your daddy? What? <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that you said you lost. And you just told me right before we pushed the record button. I thought you were going to slaughter this guy. But yeah, Jalen came up short. Chase didn't have a typical Chase game. He wasn't on the case, but it's okay. 12 and 2 is nothing to sneeze about. It's a pretty impressive record. But I want to ask you, what do you owe to your success thus far? Like in the regular season, 12 and 2 is a pretty hard feat to come by. What do you owe the success to? I always say, and I've been saying it since we ever started this podcast draft accordingly. Of course. Don't just draft the best player. Because you may have good receivers and good uh, running backs, and then you know you're just going for the best player available. Look at your buys. If you have three receivers with the same buy, you've screwed yourself. You know, quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to pair a quarterback with a wide receiver. Uh, a lot of people tried to do that, but you don't have to. It's not going to get you more points. He's probably not going to be available. But if Josh Allen was available and you didn't have Stefan Diggs, you don't pass up on Josh Allen. Nope. Same like if you don't have C.D. Lamb, you don't pass up Dak Prescott. You know, you draft accordingly. You don't obviously draft a bunch of players on the same team. You can have no. like two, but any more than that, it's, it's too much. Unless it's a kicker, then whatever. Always draft well because in the end we all know a lot of leagues just don't like to trade you're right trading is hard to come by parity is important i'm the same way i don't like to draft too many of the same players on the same bye weeks i do target certain guys because i read up on them but yeah you're right i don't care for the wide receiver qb tandem anymore i don't think it works as well as it used to but you're right draft accordingly do a little bit of research and then you can end up 12 and two like Gooby. And one big thing too, don't draft just because of the name. The name means shit. I mean, for, for, for the most part, yes. Okay. Josh Allen, Justin Jefferson, people like that. Yeah. They're going to have big things, but when you get to the middle of the draft and you're looking, Oh, now Harris is available. Don't pick him up. That's 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 just a bad that's just a bad call. I'm looking here. I'm trying to see. That's a good one. I wouldn't I wouldn't touch that. But it it all depends. Michael Thomas. 
that's one. He's a big name in the NFL from what a few years ago. Yeah, a few years ago, he's one of the best wide receivers, but he hasn't played in almost two seasons because he's been hurt. And there's a new quarterback in the system. So you have to take that under consideration. That's why I stayed cleared. I was like, I'm either getting a lave or I'm not touching any wide receiver on New Orleans. Exactly. If you've been watching football for the last 10 years, you go, oh, Michael Thomas, he's a big name. Why is he middle of the draft? I'm going to pick him up. Probably not the best option. You know, there's other things out there. Do your research. Always draft well, because if you don't, you're going to screw yourself. And like I said, people just don't trade. No, they don't. People are scared. Too scared. Okay, well, that was your fantasy update. You have a buy this week because you're at the top dog. So lay out the playoff matchups, and then I want your predictions for each matchup. Okay, so I got Watson's handies versus core values. <laughs> I personally would like Watson handies to win because his team is worse than core values. Uh, he's He's got Howell versus Josh Allen. I wonder why that is. Who does he have? Howell's facing. Oh, um, oh I, I can't he had, imagine. He, he had Deshaun Watson. He's on IR. Okay. He's got Browning on the bench, though, so... Howell's playing the, the Rams. That's it, yeah. Anyways, Howell versus Josh Allen, Waddle versus Tariq Hill, Devontae Smith versus Stefan Diggs, Hopkins versus Zay Flowers, Eckler. By the way, we are recording this on a Friday, so the Thursday night game has played. Uh, Eckler versus Pollard. Eckler only got five points. Uh, he's, he's lucky got, they have gotten five points. <laughs> he's got Kyrie game. Williams versus uh, Warren. Jalen Warren, Kittle versus McBride, Akane versus Ford, McPherson versus Aubrey, and Cleveland versus Kansas City. The reason why I want Watson Handies to win is because Core Values team is scary. I mean, yes, Tyreek Hill is questionable, and we don't know if he'll play this week, but like he's got Hill, Diggs, Pollard, uh, who's his bench? Nothing really on the bench. He's got Taysom Hill, who's been actually pretty good as a tight end. He has Deontay Johnson. He's got Brandon Aubrey, who's been killer as a kicker. Best kicker in the league right now. Yeah. He's got a good team. It'd be scary to face up against Josh Allen in the uh, in the semis because he's got the Chargers. And then for the finals, he's got New England. So I feel like Josh Allen will do pretty well in the semis and finals. New England is very stingy, though. So you you never know, and there's a lot on the line. Josh Allen throws picks like it's no tomorrow. Honest predictions. I don't want your favoritism. Like, who do you think is going to win that matchup? Oh, I think Core Values will win. There's no problem. Do you get Core Values, or you just get the lower seed? I'm trying to see what the... Because there should be a bracket there, but you might get the lower seed because you're number one. I am trying to find the bracket, but it's not showing on my thing. Okay, don't worry about it. Go to the next uh, I would assume I get the lowest seed. So it's either I get Watson Handies or we go on to the next matchup, which is Hammer Time versus <laughs> Parlays and Skinnies. Fuck, man, I don't know what those <laughs> names are. So that's fourth versus fifth. 
Let's go over the hammer time. I'll go hammer time, then parlay. Uh, hammer time is Jordan Love versus Baker Mayfield, Ahmad St. Brown versus Brandon Ayuk, Ridley versus Beckham Jr., Justin Jefferson versus uh, Shahid. Uh, he's got Javante Williams versus Joe Mixon, Elliott versus Mozart, Ingram versus Goddard, Connor versus Algier, Group. The kicker versus Patterson and Vegas versus Cincinnati. Vegas D got 26 points. So they went that's, off. that's huge. That's what she said. <laughs> For me, I'm picking because of that defense putting up 26 points. I'm picking hammer time to win this. He is the fourth. So he is predicted to win. Calvin Ridley can go off. Jefferson can go off. He just needs Dobbs to do a little bit better. Mazin Brown is a beast. The only problem I have is he's got Zeke, but Zeke's been doing well the last couple of weeks. He had 11 points, 23 points. And Javante Williams, he's a hit or miss kind of guy. I like Hammer Time. I think Hammer Time's going to win. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing parlays in the, in the semis. If anything... I either play parlay or I play Watson Handies. Okay. Favorable matchups for you. Yeah. I mean, but anything could happen. Like, it doesn't matter how skilled your team is. They could have a bad week and you're out of the playoffs and you're done. Have you started preparing for your matchup? Do you have some strategies that you're going over right now? Or are you just kind of laying back and enjoying the time off? Like I alluded to last week, I've been looking to see who I could pick up and who I, you know, utilize. I, I picked up Phillies D because semis are playing the Giants. So I have a feeling that they're going to ball out, even though, man, fucking DeVito over there with the with the Italian mob. Uh, scusi. Rabbit and boopy. Chicken uh, cutlets. Yes. The, the Italian <laughs> mob um, agent that he's got over there. Uh, he's been doing OK. So. Come on, boys. The kiss of death. That's all I need. I found the bracket, by the way. So I think it's either Hammer Time or Parlay that I play. So it's the Jordan Love, Ahmad St. Brown, Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. or it's the Baker Mayfield, IU, Beckham, Joe Mixon. So I have a good shot, shot of making it to the finals. Absolutely. You know, if your team is firing on all cylinders, you're probably in. You just never know. Who do you have a kicker? Because when I was top dog a few years ago, I had it in the bag and my kicker screwed me over big time and I lost to Adam. Who do you have my, kicker next week? Yeah, my kicker is uh, where's my kicker down here? Uh, it's Brandon McManus and he plays Tampa Bay and then Carolina. But Jacksonville, I don't know, so I might have to change up my kickers. Uh, there's not many like great kickers left on the on the wire. It'd be like Jason Myers for Seattle, and yeah, he's got he's research. got Tennessee, which is third against kickers, and then Pittsburgh. You know what? You got some time. Just something you got to sit down and research, and just make sure you're covered all your bases because you don't want to lose because of a damn kicker. Yeah, well, it all depends. If uh, Trevor Lawrence plays, I should be okay. Remains to be seen. Enjoy the week off. I know you've earned it and 
we'll break down your matchup next week because that's when the real fun starts with the semis. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Let's go! Let's talk about some more fun and let's go to Cincy. And we're going to start with the week 14 highlights with the Cincinnati Bengals browning shining bright over the Colts. 34 to 14 victory. Garden Minshew went 26 for 39, 240 yards, a touchdown, an INT. Jake Browning, who's been really good, man. 18 for 24, 275 yards, two touchdowns, a pick, and he scored a touchdown himself. Your boy, Michael Pittman Jr., eight receptions, 95 yards on 11 targets. Joe Mixon, 21 carries, 79 yards, one touchdown. So let me ask you, Gooby. Browning's won two games in a row. Can he get the Bengals into the playoffs? It'll be hard. They're 10th right now, so they need to go up three spots, four spots to get the seventh. It's going to be a hard-fought road. It really all depends. I'm trying to see who they're playing. They got Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Casey, and they ended off in Cleveland or against Cleveland. I don't know who's home. I have Minnesota winning that. Really, Um, with all their struggles. They only scored three points last week. Excuse me? Yeah, no, I have Minnesota coming back and winning that. They beat Pittsburgh, they lose against Casey, and they lose against the, the Browns. So, no, I don't think they have a shot of making the playoffs. I agree. I think it's uh, too little too late. The slow start really screwed them over, and obviously not having Joe Cool is Spo- a big factor. Spoiler alert, I, f- I feel like Denver has a better shot making the playoffs than the ba- Bengals. Nope. Well, save that for our wildcard segment, and I'm going to disagree with you already because fuck Denver. <laughs> what do we got next? Uh, we got the Bears versus the Lions. Bears winning 28 to 13, stunning the Lions. That that's just um, that's that's crazy. It's the Bears suck for. balls. <laughs> like literally suck. And well, who would somehow win? be win, like who one would of the top in the jungle? Teams. Who would win in the jungle? A bear or a lion? Oh, a bear. 100%. Well, then it, maybe it's a little more a bear truthful could just than sit we... on the lion and then like, you know, what up? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Is this this mimicking how you fight? (laughs) Dude, I actually know it's funny that you said that. I was watching like TikToks probably like two days ago and it was just like a bunch of shit about bears. Yeah, how to defend each bear. That and then I watched like two bears fighting. I'm like, man, I would (laughs) not want to be in on that. Holy fuck. Those things just like rip each other to shreds. Anyways, Bears versus Lions. Jared Goff, 20 of uh, 35, 161 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Gibbs, 66 yards, one touchdown. Josh Reynolds, 44 yards, one touchdown. On the other side, we got the Bears. Justin Justin Fields, 19 for 33, 223 yards, one touchdown. He also ran one in for a touchdown. DJ Moore ran one in for a touchdown. And DJ Moore got 68 yards and one touchdown. What's with the Lions? They look shaky. They look shaky. Their last three games, they have not looked like the same team. 
I'm a little worried about them going into the postseason. It's definitely a cause for concern. Like Goff has five interceptions and four fumbles in his last four games. Yeah, it's not going to get it done. Teams are scoring over 26 points in their last five games. So I think they need to clean it up. I think it starts on Saturday against the Denver Broncos. And we'll talk more about that on your Toonie bet. Someone deciding with the Bronco Busters. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they have the Vikings twice. And we all know divisional games. They go one one and one most of the times. So we'll see how that goes. And they also have the Cowboys. And I mean, we know how our Cowboys are playing right now. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at home. Yeah. All right. Who we got next, Mel? Well, a team who couldn't get it done at home. It was the Falcons who lost to the Bucks, 29 to 25. Big division game. Baker Mayfield went 14 for 29, a buck 44 in yards, two touchdowns. He even scored a touchdown himself. Somehow that little butterball squeezed in the goal line. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Desmond Ritter. 26 for 40, 347 yards, one touchdown, a pick, rushed a TD himself. He looked pretty damn good. Set career highs, actually. Rashad White, 25 carries, 102 yards. Bijan Robinson, 10 carries, 34 yards, a touchdown, and 54 receiving yards. This was a big division game, Gooby. The Bucks showed up. They showed up on the road to, are they winning the NFC South? Uh, before we talk about that, I think I called this game going towards the Bucks when we were talking about no, the, uh, you, their you division. The Fal- no, you picked the Falcons. You, you said think? Falcons or Saints. We both did. We both basically spat on Baker. <laughs> I know. I like Baker. I don't, I don't, I don't like spit Baker. on Baker. Sorry, what was your question? My bad. Are the Bucks winning the division? That's tough to t- tough to say. They're on they top got, right now. They got the Packers, Jags, Saints, and Panthers. That's the remaining schedule. They beat the Packers. They lose to the Jags. It's a coin flip on the Saints, and they beat the Panthers. So, yeah, they could potentially win that division. I still have a little hope for the Saints. No, I have more hope for the Saints. A little less for the Falcons after losing that game, because that just showed me they're not ready. Yeah. They're not ready at all. They, They basically controlled that division up until last weekend. I don't think they can hang with a veteran team like the Bucs, like the Saints. I still have the edge to the Saints. I I feel like I'm waiting for them to actually start playing like the Saints. Remains to be seen, but good for Baker. He showed up. Yeah, Saints have arguably the easier schedule. They got the Giants, the Rams next two games, so they should win that. A coin flip on the, the Buccaneers game and then a coin flip on the Falcons game. And the Falcons, on the other hand, I think they have the harder schedule. Mm-hmm. They beat the Panthers, the lose to the Colts, coin flip against the Bears because the Bears can be either hot or cold. And then it's a coin flip against the Saints. It's Tampa's to lose right now. I agree. All right. We got the Jets versus Houston. Jets winning 30-6 to in a surprising victory. I did not see this coming. C.J. Stroud, 10 for 23, 91 yards. He did get injured in this game. Davis Millis came in for one out of five, four yards. Kind of pathetic. <laughs> I could do better than that. And I'm fat. 
What the fuck? <laughs> like, bruh. No comment. Anyways, Devin Singletary, 13 carries, 65 yards, one touchdown. Uh, I'm not even going to go over the receiving core because they all shit the bed. Uh, on the other they side... All, they all hurt. Yeah. On the other side, Jets, Zach Wilson, 27 for 36, 301 yards, two touchdowns. Brees Hall, 10 carries, 40 yards. Garrett Wilson, nine receptions, 108 yards. Brees Hall, eight receptions, 86 yards, and a touchdown. And Randall Cobb out there getting one yard or one reception for 15 yards and a touchdown. Not bad by the Jets. I'm liking it, but the hope is over for Aaron Rodgers to come back. The Bills are playing well. The Dolphins are obviously winning that division. I wouldn't say obvious. No? No. Tyreek's hurt. Tua has proven that he can't do much without Tyreek, and they can't be good teams. Bills have a shot, and they've already beaten the Dolphins. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, okay. That that could work. At the moment for the Jets, it's not looking good for Aaron Rodgers to come back because I don't think they even have a shot to make the playoffs now. No, they have zero, 0.01% chance to make the playoffs. I want to throw congratulations to Garrett Wilson. He set the franchise record for receptions and yards in the first two seasons. 151 receptions and 1,926 yards. That's pretty remarkable for a two-year player. So shout out to Garrett Wilson. Yeah, we know they're not going to make the playoffs. I was going to ask you if Zach Wilson finishes the season as as the Jets starter. Yeah, because they have nothing to lose at this point. It's actually better if they lose because they get a better draft pick and they can go, hey, Aaron, which wide receiver would you like to play with? Basically is how it's going to go. It also possibly shows off some skill for him and he could be an asset you know what i mean like they send him off somewhere get a fifth round pick or a fourth round pick recoup their losses because obviously he's not worth being the second overall pick we know this yeah it depends on where where he where he could go at the moment i feel like most teams are comfortable with their quarterbacks i'm trying to think of a team that could use a quarterback falcons maybe well, not um, even a starting quarterback, maybe a backup quarterback. To yeah, but then it would be good just to back up Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but they don't want him. He's scheduled to make some money, right? That's that's the problem because he was a first round pick. All those first round picks get big, lucrative contracts. Send him to Dallas then. No, we got no hair Trey Lance. Come on now. Oh, that's right. We have Trey Lance. That's right. I forgot about that. That guy's been a fucking bust ever since he started in the NFL. Rude. I wouldn't label him a bust yet. I just feel he shouldn't have been number three. Probably should have been later on in the draft, but that's a different conversation for another day. Yeah. Get some Rogaine though, buddy. Next, Bills win a controversial one over the Chiefs, 20 to 17. Josh Allen, 23 for 42, 233 yards, one touchdown. Wouldn't be a Josh Allen game without an interception. Rushed at 32 to- or for 32 yards and had a rushing TD. And crybaby Patrick Mahomes or it went 25 for 43, 
271 yards, one touchdown, one INT, had eight rushing yards. James Cook, 10 carries, 58 yards. Rasheed Rice, seven receptions, 72 yards and a touchdown. Now, the greatest part happened at the end. Kadarius Toney lined up offside to take away the game-winning touchdown for KC. You stupid! Mahomes and Andy Reid went off on the officials, and the meme game and all the videos of Mahomes crying have been hilarious, hysterical. Stupid rotten mo- So I want to ask you, first of all, was Patrick Mahomes wrong for his outburst? And two, are we watching the unraveling of the Chiefs? He's not wrong for his outburst. It's it's a competitive game. He's arguably the best player in the NFL. The emotions are there. He is wrong because the ruling is right, but he's not wrong for being upset. Like, it is what it is. Until he sees the tape, he wants to obviously beg and plead that his team got that touchdown. I get it. On the other hand, this is what happens when you have too much success too early because now when you're doing when when you lose a game you you take it personally and it's all like oh man like I'm better like I should be winning these and you see what happens he's balling on the field he's crying he's pissed off he's yelling at people he, he's trying to fight somebody his success early is making him more of a of of a baby. I mean, it, I feel like if he didn't have two Super Bowls already, he probably wouldn't have acted like that. He'd probably be like, okay, we lost one. Yeah, you nailed it. He's so used to everything going his way. Right? It's not happening this season. They've lost three or four, something that hasn't happened to him. The wide receivers have been horrible. They average 2.7 drops, 26 drops total. That's six more than any other NFL team. I think the pressure is on because they're used to winning and like even scoring, they're down scoring. A lot has happened to this team where they're used to such success and it's not coming easy to them this season. Uh, What was your other question? Uh, I apologize. Are we watching the Chiefs unravel? But you already answered that. Yeah, they are unraveling. They'll come back against the Patriots. It's a tough game against the Raiders because it's divisional. Bengals, they should win that. And Chargers, they should win that too. They're still going to be first in their division. And life will go on for Patrick Mahomes. As it should. All right. Game of the week. Oh, baby. We got the Cowboys. We got the Eagles. Here we go. Dak Prescott killing the Philadelphia Eagles 33 to 13. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Dak Prescott 24 of 39, 272 yards. Tony Pollard, 16 carries, 59 yards. Dowell got 46 yards and a touchdown. Jake Ferguson, top of the charts for the yards, five receptions, 72 yards. Lamb got 71 yards and a touchdown. Michael Gallup got 48 yards and a touchdown. On the other side, Jalen Hurts, 18 to 27, 197 yards, zero touchdowns, zero INTs. They both fumbled. Both Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. So, I mean, it equals out. DeAndre Swift was a no-show. 11 carries, 39 yards. A.J. Brown, 
he was all right until he fumbled. Loser. Nine receptions, 94 yards. Didn't get a touchdown. Devontae Smith, five receptions, 73 yards. Now, this puts our boy, Dak Prescott, as the favorite to win the MVP. I wouldn't say he's the favorite. He is right now. I would say Brock Purdy's the favorite. All sites right now point to Dak Prescott after this one. Have you I've, seen Brock Purdy's numbers, though? I've seen the, Brock Purdy's numbers, but all sites right now point to Dak Prescott. I think it's uh, plus 200 for Dak Prescott, and I think it's like plus 165 for Brock Purdy right now. Is Jalen uh, off the list now? Jalen dropped the number four. Okay, from, so we still what I've seen. Uh, Mel, talk about this game. Tell me what your thoughts are. Talk about how Stefan Gilmore absolutely shut down AJ Brown. I was just going to bring that up. And you know what his motivation was behind that? Apparently, AJ Brown went up to him and said, You're old. What? Yeah, I know. He, I heard about this. And that just lit a fire under his ass. AJ Brown, what did you do? Absolutely nothing. Cowboys dominated this game. They're still perfect at home. This was the game you and I were talking about where they had to send a message and win a big game. So all that is out the window now that the Cowboys can't beat a over 500 team. They beat arguably one of the best teams in the NFL. Them boys in Big D turn those Eagles into pigeon soup. It was a thing of glory. I got Mike messaging me drunk, 14 beers deep, excited that we just annihilated the Eagles. It wasn't even close. If you could have chalked up a better story and a better game for the Cowboys to send a message, this would have been it. 100%. Defense was locked and loaded. Offense was locked and loaded. Dak had one blemish, and that was the fumble that was returned for a touchdown. But you're never going to have a perfect game. So brings me to a question I wanted to ask you. Okay. Now that the Cowboys are atop of the uh, NFC East, do they stay there? No, because the Eagles have the Giants twice. That's lame. <laughs> I, my, my answer exactly, too. Yeah, no. The, the, the Cowboys have the toughest schedule in the NFL for the last three or four games. And the, Eagles, games at least. Yeah. and the Eagles have one of the easiest schedules for the last three or four games. So, yeah, yeah no. Uh, Eagles will come back. Um, sorry, I got the odds backwards. Dak Prescott is plus six, 160 at mm-hmm. the moment. Brock Purdy is plus 200. So it's actually Prescott, Purdy, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Tua, and then Tyreek Hill. This is Fox Sports. Tua um, should not be in the top five after that Monday night game. You saw firsthand when Tyreek is not in the lineup, Tua does nothing. He had zero, zero touchdowns. Thrown. No, I, I I get it, but I'm just saying Tua is a this bum. is this is what Fox, I, I, no, I believe you, but I'm saying Tua is um, a bum. CBS CBS Sports has Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Tyree Kill, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, then Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts dropped from fourth to six. Now CBS Sports also had Dak Prescott last week as first. They haven't really moved. ESPN, I can't find anything on there yet, but it's all right now leading, leaning towards Dak Prescott. If Dak gets them the number one seed, 
plus winning the division, he wins the MVP. That's what I think. But that's a lot of work. I forget where I saw this. I saw it somewhere and it said Dak needs to win three of the next four games Mm -hmm. to get MVP. It's doable. It's going to be hard, but it is doable. That's what she said. They have a a tough schedule. They have the Bills, the Dolphins, the Lions, the Commanders. They can beat the Bills. It'll be tough, but they can beat the Bills. If they don't beat the Bills, they beat the Dolphins. They can beat the Lions and we definitely beat the Commanders. The only way they don't beat the Commandos is if it means nothing and they sit. Yeah, they bench everyone. Yeah, but I feel like as a team, especially with Dak's number one like cheerleader in fucking Micah Parsons, I feel like if Dak has a chance to win MVP, they go all out. They might bench their defense halfway through, but Dak Prescott plays a full game until probably the last quarter if they're up huge and he has great numbers. Yeah, absolutely. They'll do whatever it takes to get him that trophy, but it's going to be very hard. Just like apparently scoring points at the NFL, Gooby, we're going to give a special shout out to the Vikings and Raiders game where the Vikings won 3 nothing. <gasps> How the hell do you win a game 3 nothing? I want to yeah. know. That looked like a boring game. I looked at the fourth, like just on my score uh, app, and I was like, 0-0. Zero, zero. I would hate to be there right now. Like, I would hate to be there. I just want to uh, go back to the Cowboys really quick. I'm going to say if they beat the Bills, Dak wins MVP hands down. No. Even. I think you got it right where he has to win three of those four games. There's a lot on the line when it comes to that because if he does that, the Cowboys potentially not only win the division, but get the number one seed and get a bye. Yeah. That's very important because that means everything runs through Dallas. I would say two. If they beat the Bills and either the Dolphins or the Lions, the commanders, the people who run the MVP or whatever, they're going to be like, whatever, it's the fucking commanders. He has to beat one of those three teams or two of those three teams, Bills, Dolphins, or Lions. He has to beat two of them. I think he needs to beat all three, maintain the NFC East, and possibly get a first round bye. And you would need San Francisco to lose a game because San Francisco has the tiebreaker. They play the cards, the Ravens, Commanders, and the Rams. So they win three of their last four. Yeah, they'll probably sit everyone the last game halfway through. Just just like the Cowboys, if everything's all clinched and stuff, why get your players injured? But let's go back to that three nothing debacle. I don't know how that happens. Joshua Dobbs has looked like ass the last few weeks. So he's being benched for Nick Mullins. Yeah. Jefferson hurts his chest. Just coming back off the IR, but he says he's playing Saturday. Definitely one of the most boring games I've ever seen. But let's flip the script because Devontae Adams commented how embarrassing it was losing 3-0. They end up winning 63-21 on Thursday night against the Chargers. Holy crap! Justin Herbert did not play this game because he is now out for the season. He fractured his right index finger on his throwing hand. Yikes! So we were stuck with Easton Stick, who went 23 of 32. 257 yards, three touchdowns, and threw a pick, and he got tossed around like a stick. He's a skinny boy. And Aiden O'Connell, 20 for 34, 
248 yards and four touchdowns. That's a spicy meatball. I'm not going to give any other stats because this game was just insane. And because of that, what happened, Gooby? What do we got? Well, the Chargers fired their GM, but mainly they've also fired their head coach, Brandon Staley. Oh, boy. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about the dinner. Breaking, it's breaking news. Come on now. <laughs> I think you you saw this coming. I think you talked about this in a few podcasts ago that the Chargers were going to fire their head coach. He's been on the hot seat since the Jaguars blunder playoff game. He should have been let go then. There, there was never anything coming back. Like you're looking at his career stats with the Chargers in only three seasons. He's 24 and 24. This season is five and nine. They underperformed and the GM has been with them since 2013 and he has nothing to show for it. Something had to give. They both got canned Friday morning. Great way to start your weekend. I just have a feeling a certain Patriots coach is on his way. What do you Bill think? Bill Belichick? Yeah. To the no. Did you hear the reports about the Patriots and possibly not bringing him back? I understand that, but I mean, I feel like Belichick wants to go somewhere where he can start winning again and i don't think the raiders are it it's not the raiders the chargers oh sorry the chargers i don't think the chargers are it they have a franchise quarterback he's been missing a franchise quarterback ever since brady left i know you like herbert but i don't think it's not about that that. sorry it's not about liking herbert it's having a guy who can actually throw the ball mac jones is crap zappy is absolute shit Cam Newton was a shell of himself when he was there. He hasn't had anything to work with since Tom Brady. You'd send him over to L.A. You've got Justin Herbert. you got a foundation piece right there. You've got Mike Williams. If he can only stay healthy, you got a wide receiver. Eckler's probably gone because he's a free agent. But you can find a running back in the draft. It's a good place to go. He can revamp that defense because they're absolute ass right now. I think it's a perfect spot for him. I think there's a better spot, but it all depends on if this team can win a playoff game. And where's that? Home sweet home. Uh, I could see him going to Dallas. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that will never happen. Ma- Ma- that will Ma- never happen. McCarthy, McCarthy no. needs to win a playoff game. He does. And if he but- doesn't, I feel like Jerry will send him packing. He will, but he won't hire Belichick. Too much ego. They would clash. Belichick would want control. And Jerry has a very hard time giving control to his head coaches. Yeah, I I understand that. But at the same time, I feel like Jerry will eventually be on his way out. He's, what, pushing 90 at this point? (laughs) How dare you? Fucking, the dude's getting old. Like, it's time to hang the reins. He probably needs to, you know, just like step back. I guarantee you his family is on top of him going, yo, like... I understand, but at some point you need to step back. Hiring a coach that can do it all for him could change his life. Over Jerry's dead body, he's not stepping back until he's dead. I'm telling you that that right now. But unfortunately, not happening. Bill Bill Belichick will never be a Cowboys coach. Um, You've heard it right here on Show Show Us Your TDs. He'll never be donning the blue and silver. So if McCarthy goes, okay. We're going to get a little off topic here because I have 
a thought. Wow. That if McCarthy goes, we pick up. Dan Quinn becomes the head coach. There's your answer right there. Oh, that in-house, is a choice. In-house, Dan Quinn. Why would you go outside when you have the best defensive coordinator, period? That is a good choice. I was thinking more along the lines of Jim Harbaugh. Jim is actually rumored to go to L.A. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Jim would be good. Don't get me wrong. But why would you even bother interviewing anyone when you have the best Dan defensive Quinn. coordinator yeah. in the game and Dan Quinn who probably stayed because he was promised if McCarthy shits the bed, you're next in line. Yeah, that's like a 90% chance that it would probably happen like that. I totally forgot about Dan Quinn probably on his way out. Yeah, he turned down a head coaching job to stay as defensive coordinator. He may just like it. Who, why do you, who knows? Why do you think he turned it down? I don't think that's why he turned it down. He turned it down because he was promised some things. Jerry promises a lot and Jerry delivers. Yeah, Jerry just has that oil money. That's it, and he's got other money too. And now, at six and right, seven, things are going to get a little bit jumbled. They're going to get a little bit different. You know, you might need a little bit of help toward the end there. So they're still at the seventh seed right now, but as you look and you see what is in the hunt, the Rams are coming, the Seahawks are still alive. You know, they've been going through a tough stretch. But even Atlanta and New Orleans, which you're kind of like, I don't really believe in them as contenders. But hey, you have to take care. You have to make sure that I can take care of business. Let's change the pace here. Let's go into a new segment. It's called Wild Card Twister. And no, it's not the game where you place your hands and feet on a circle. Besides, I wouldn't play that with you or wish that upon anyone to play with you because your ass would be in my face and you'd let off some gas and it'd just be a horrible fucking nightmare. Hey, yo, what the fuck? I'm very gassy. I'm also like really big, so you don't <laughs> want me following on you. Nope. <laughs> We're throwing caution right there. Season is winding down and the wildcard race are out of control right now. A lot of teams are in it. So we're going to predict who's getting in and who isn't. So Gooby, why don't you start with the AFC? Who are your three wildcard winners? Okay, so three wildcard winners. Do you want to talk like... Yeah, you can list the who's there at the moment, and but who do you think is going to eventually get those spots? Okay, so... At the moment, right now, Dolphins are top, Chiefs are top, Ravens are top. I don't care about the division. I I don't care about the division, guys. Wild cards. Just your wild cards. Okay. So you got Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Indy. Hold the first three. You got Houston, Denver, Cincy, and Buffalo on the outside looking in. Who do you think is getting in on, from your opinion? Bills get in. Browns get in. And I've got, I got to look at the uh, schedule quickly. Uh, and Broncos. Ew. You like the Broncos. You're high on the fucking Broncos. Yeah, those are the ones I get in. And w- what order do you have it? Is that your order or do you have Bills, like Browns? Bills, Browns, Broncos. Or did I say Browns? No. Yeah, Bills, Browns, Browns. Yeah. Bills, Browns, Broncos. Okay. Triple B. Yeah, you, you're in for that B. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I'm going to reveal mine. I like the Browns. I think the Browns are going to have the top wildcard spot. I like the Bills. The Bills make me wanna. 
Actually, let me go back to why I like the Browns. Joe Flacco has infused a new life into this team. They're one of the best defenses, period. Number one in total defense, number one in passing defense, 11th in rushing defense. Like This team is hard to stop. Then I got the Bills. They have a top five quarterback. There's no excuse for them not to be in the playoffs. And they also have a shot to win the division. So it could be the Dolphins. It could flip flop, yeah. and which is a huge motivation for them. And their next three games are pretty favorable. Like you mentioned, Chargers, Pats, Dolphins. I don't think they win on, sa- on Sunday, but that's a different conversation. And last but not least, I struggled with this one because I almost I, picked I know your, who you're. I know who you're going to pick. I almost picked the Denver Broncos. No, I'm not going to lie. You're going to pick the Colts. I have the Colts. You're absolutely right. Surprising team this season. And Mustache Minshew has his offense rolling. They're number eight in scoring. Very favorable schedule, too. They got the Steelers, Falcons, the Raiders, and the Texans. Texans are beat up right now. So I like the Colts to get that last spot and then get destroyed by the number two seed in the AFC. What do you think of my list? I like your list. I mean, I kind of figured that you're going to pick the Colts. I don't know. I just feel like the Broncos are running this high. They have a better defense than the Colts. What? What are you talking about? No, they so, don't. No, they don't. The I think Broncos are number 30. Number 30 in overall defense. They are not good on defense at all. Alright. We'll <laughs> Trust me. Look at their games. They're not good at defense. But I, I like where your head's going there. They have the momentum. Yes. Yeah. Definitely, and I just don't want Kevin to be happy. Let's be real here. It sucks because I I love the Texans all year, but too many injuries. Tank Dell is out. Nico Collins, hurt. CJ Stroud, concussion. Damian Pierce, he's been hurt. That's a lot to overcome in such a short amount of time. Houston, we have a problem. Sorry, Houston, next year. You could be there next year. I would have picked Houston if they were healthy. Okay, NFC time. Who do you like? We're basically going to say this now, or I'm going to say this now. I'm sure Melky will agree with me. Eagles are top of the division. So the Cowboys are one. I'm going to go, oh, this is tough. That's what she said. I'm going to say Saints, too. And I'm going to look at the schedule. Seahawks, three. You like the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah. They're going to lose to the Eagles. They're going to beat the Titans and they're going to beat the Steelers and they're going to beat the Cards. They win the next three out of four. I don't hate it. I mean, I like the Vikings, but after Dobbs' show last week kind of put me off, I would have put the Vikings over the Seahawks. But yeah, the Rams' schedule Commanders, Commanders, Saints, Saints, Giants, Giants, Niners. Niners. So. They go 50%. They lose to the Saints and they lose to the Niners. So, yeah, yeah no, that's fair. Seahawks. Okay, go Seahawks. Gio will be happy about that. Yeah, so you read my mind on the number one wild card spot, Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, Cowboy fans. You're going to get the top wild card spot again. You're playing your best football I've ever seen in like a long time. Perfect at home. Billy's schedule is just too easy. I told you that Cardinals game was going to bite them in the ass. And that's what's going to happen. Next, I got the L.A. Rams. I like the way the Rams are playing. You know, they've won three straight before last week. Finally, our healthy Stafford and Kyrene are back. 
It's a top 10 offense. You know, Puka and Cup look pretty efficient. Pretty easy schedule. Commandos can be beat. Saints can be beat. Giants can be beat. Niners are probably going to rest their players. So I like them at that second spot. And I still have a little bit of faith in the Vikings. I know they're struggling at the moment. Dobbs looks like complete ass, but they're still pretty good. Their offense is eight overall. Justin Jefferson said he's playing this weekend. I think he's going to take this team and carry them on his back. I think they just get that last spot. It's either them or Green Bay. And I hate Green Bay. All right. I like the Vikings pick because, you know, like I said, in my mind, I, I think the Vikings are a better team. They just need Dobbs to play better. I agree. All right. So those are our wild card choices. Send us your choices if you want. You can do it. But let's get into, uh, I guess, my pastime in toilets or favorite. something like that. Yeah, let's say favorite. What the fuck? Something about reading newspapers. I don't know. <laughs> do you do you read newspapers in the, on the John? No, I just scroll through TikTok or Instagram. <laughs> I'm a fucking casual millennial over here. All right. Boomer bus. I'm going to go first because mine's a little bit long. So that's what he said. You're going to have to bear with me while I go through some quarterbacks. All right. All right, I'll go to sleep. With Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Anthony Richardson, Aaron Rodgers, Kenny Pickett, CJ Stroud, and Geno Smith, either out or questionable for this week's matchups, you're probably asking yourself, who can I start? Who can I start for this week for the first of the playoffs? Well, let's not go with Desmond Ritter. Week one versus Carolina, he put up 12 fantasy points. Yes, he did well last week, putting up almost 32 points, but that was versus a bad Tampa defense. This week, he's playing a good Carolina D. That should put him under 20 fantasy points. You don't want any of that during the playoffs. Don't just look at the numbers from last week. Look at the numbers in total. He's not worth the gamble. Ritter is a bust for me in my book. And I'm going to agree with you. He's a dirty bird bust. What? Don't let those numbers fool you. Yeah, he set career highs in yards with 347. But again, that was against, like you said, a terrible Tampa defense. Panthers, for whatever reason, they have, they're have they great on D, but they stink when it comes to offense. It's going to be a tight game. Atlanta, if I'm Atlanta, I'm going to be running the ball a lot more because that's where the Panthers struggle on defense is against the run. They're 22nd against the run. So I wouldn't even sniff at Desmond Ritter. No, no. I picked him for a boomer bust because of that 32-point game last week for fantasy points. Yeah, just don't. Fuck, I'd rather Mac Jones. Fire! Mm, I wouldn't go that far. He's not even playing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, all, all right, Mel. I was actually going to pick him last week, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because he just showed me that he still sucks to this day. And that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, running back of the KC Chiefs. Goobs, he's a giant bust. Last week, he had 39 rushing yards and 29 receiving yards for a whopping 8.8 fantasy points. Pacheco was out again with a shoulder injury. CEH narrowly outsnapped Jarrett McKinnon, 32-30. to 30. 
and the hand carries were 11 to 4. McKinnon got the goal line touchdown, not CEH. Pat's defense is eighth overall, third against the run, so that just sucks even more for him. And really, how many opportunities are the Chiefs going to give this Oompa Loompa lookalike? He's a bust this week. Don't even bother. Yep. Big old bust. I 100% agree. Just don't even bother with any of these guys that we talked about. Just forget we talked about them and then just forget them like you forgot that they were on the wire and just don't pick them up. They're not game changers. No, 100%. Melky, last segment. The finale, Boz creation. It's Toonie Bet time. Always dedicated to you, sir. And we can't wait to have you back on the show real soon. I feel like this is upset Toonie Bets because I'm going the New York Jets to defeat the Miami Dolphins, Gooby. Are you some kind of moron? And you know how much the line is? It's 9.5 for the Dolphins. Minus 9.5. That is huge. No love for the Jets. That's okay. The MILF hunter is back looking for a new set of baddies in South Beach. Wait, what? Tyreek Hill is questionable with an ankle injury. Tua is lost without his number one receiver. Look what happened on Monday night against Tennessee. Complete collapse. Threw for zero touchdowns. Ran the ball more. Jets defense is fifth overall. They only allow 24 touchdowns a season and only 14 passing TDs. The Jets still have a slim playoff chance and want maybe Aaron Rodgers to set foot on the field if they're still in the fight. I mean, I doubt that's going to happen, but they have something to play for. I believe this would be the biggest upset this week. I'm taking the Jets to win. If Tyree doesn't play, it'll be 20 to 17. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I like it. That's a good pick. And screw the Dolphins. With Tyree Kill, questionable. Whether he plays or not plays, he's got an injury and he's not going to be that speedy guy that they need him to be. He's not going to be able to run good routes. Hey, I feel like on his bad day, he can outrun anyone, really. I just think Tua gets so much love because Tyreek does the bulk of the work where we saw the real Tua without his number one weapon. I feel like J- Jalen Waddle has been like a... Uh, a ghost? A pat- yeah. Yeah, it just it's just you don't hear his name much anymore. It could just be because Tua. I also think he's battling injury too. He's been hurt pretty much the entire season. He got rocked a couple of times this year. Who knows, man? Maybe he just has to hit the gym. All right. I'm going for another bold prediction over here. I'm going Broncos over the Lions. I think the Broncos are gonna run the high. They're doing well. Meh. I don't like to say it, but they are. Russell Wilson's playing good. You say their defense sucks, but I think they're doing all right. I think the Lions are kind of like shell-shocked right now, trying to they're scrambling, trying to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're, they're scrambling to keep a good record, and they're, they're falling apart ever so slowly. You're not wrong about the momentum. It's different on both sides. Denver is soaring where the Lions are struggling, and we don't know why, but I disagree with you. The battle of the smaller D, because we know Dallas is the biggest D. 
Denver will get punched in the mouth. Broncos are 30th overall on defense. Lions are 15th. Lions are the number three overall offensive team. It's in Detroit. Nothing like home cooking, even though I wouldn't eat much in Detroit. No one wants to see anyone Bronco bust. I'm telling you, everybody hates on them. The Lions are looking to right the ship. I'm taking the Lions on Saturday at home, 30 to 17. They're going to dummy them. Forget your four and a half. 24 to 14. Shall we double up on that? Sure. All right. Gentlemen's wager. Yes, sir. Well, that is it for Show Us Your TDs. Thank you for listening. Thank everybody that helps us do this. Not after 30, uh, El Jefe, for, you know, letting us do our thing. Thank you, Mel, for being here with me, doing all the edits, because I fumble through a lot of shit sometimes. But you make us sound great. We both do, man. Don't worry. You make us sound great, and I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, just thank you. Thank you, man, for being my ride or die. I think like Draymond Green, it looks like we're suspending this podcast. Only difference is we'll be back next week and he won't. Did you see what he did? No. He back punched Nurkit in the face because yeah. he was holding on to him. And then before that, he choked out Rudy Gobert. And then before that, he stomped on Sabonis's chest. Like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Draymond just does a lot of stupid shit. He likes to kick people in the nuts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can only get away with that for so long. Why are you upset? You're rich. You have three championship rings or four. No, he's got four championship rings. He was there the whole time. Your name is famous. You're besties with LeBron James. Like, what more can you want? Why are you so angry? Because he's not the best. I don't know. That's a him problem. Then work on your jump shot. Learn how to do (laughs) other things besides beating up people. I mean, being a bully. Thanks. Wow, fumbling. Since we're speaking about NBA, Giannis Attentacumpo, that run through the locker yeah. room, <laughs> dude wanted that ball. He wanted that shit. He and was not I've, fucking around, man. I, I I get the Pacers and you know keeping that ball because it was their rookie's first point. Apparently, he got a ball. He doesn't believe it's the game ball, but he got a ball. So So the Pacers said there's two game balls always. So Giannis believes he didn't get the actual game ball, like the main one that he scored the 64 points. That's why he's so pissed off. But he did theoretically get the game ball, just not the one he scored the 64 points. So I think that's why he ran like a gazelle all crazy trying to retrieve the ball. Yeah, I was uh, I was looking at it. I was like that that whatever trainer that was holding them back. You can't do that, man. No, because if you fucking hurt Giannis, that's a big problem. It's on you. So, You're fired. I mean, <laughs> let him rampage through the locker room. I mean, if you can get in front of them and hold them back, then yeah. But don't be tugging on them because that's an injury waiting to happen. Couldn't have been said better. Thank you so much for tuning into week 15. Wouldn't be an ending without the thank yous. Uh, Gooby already thanked NA30 El Jefe. I'm going to thank you, brother, for being my ride or die always. No problem. And most of all, thank you fans so much for tuning in and supporting us. Like and subscribe to NA30 and show us your TDs on Spotify. We're almost 
over a thousand subscribers. So keep clicking, keep listening, and we're going to bring you the best content that we can. Good luck to those who are battling in the playoffs. I know, Gooby, you're sitting waiting for the results. This is what we've all been clawing and scratching for. It's playoff time, the most exciting time in fantasy football. Yes, sir. On that, I'm Melky. That's Gooby. And a word of advice. If something is too good to be true, it usually is. Apparently, in Carolina, you can buy Panthers tickets for 45 cents. Are you serious? Oh, interesting. McDonald's cheeseburger is more expensive. Yeah, I know about those. (laughs) (laughs) Say I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I just said the frustration is growing for Mahomes. He can only ending offsides. Watch Mahomes. Well, it just became a little more likely, not definite, that he may be looking at down the road to have to play a playoff game on the road.